The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 13th chapter. Glory Glory to you, O Lord. Now before the festival of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The devil had already put it into the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray him. And during supper, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table, took off his outer robe, and tied a towel around himself. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was tied around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, You do not know what I am doing, but later you will understand. Peter said to him, you will never wash my feet. Jesus answered, unless I wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, one who has bathed does not need to wash except for the feet, but is entirely clean. And you are clean, though not all of you. For he knew who was to betray him. For this reason, he said, not all of you are clean. After he had washed their feet, had put on his robe, and had returned to the table, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set you an example that you should also do as I have done to you. Very truly, I tell you, servants are not greater than their master, nor are messengers greater than the one who sent them. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, O Christ. Christ. You may be seated. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Yes, Jesus loves me. And yes, Jesus loves you. Our Bible reading from John tonight makes that abundantly clear. Jesus loved his disciples, and Jesus loves us. So now what? Throughout his ministry, Jesus has brought all kinds of people together, 
developed a community of followers, welcomed the outcast, proclaimed good news and liberation to the oppressed. And Jesus doesn't just teach or preach or talk or read in the confines of the temple. We know Jesus was a man of words, but also a man of action and movement. Jesus spit on his hands to cure the blind, healed the sick and unwell with a simple touch, raised his hands to quell the storm, cried at the death of his friend Lazarus, and allowed his feet to be anointed with costly perfume. And again, on this night, this final night, Jesus truly lets his actions speak louder than words. No more lessons, no more parables or riddles, no lengthy explanation, just action of gathering his disciples together, breaking the bread, raising the cup, pouring the water, holding their feet, and washing the grime of the world away. On this final night with his closest friends, after washing their feet, Jesus asks them, do you know what I have done to you? It's hard to come up with a modern-day analogy of just how surprising and offensive Jesus' actions actually were. Foot washing in Jesus' time was a regular practice of hospitality and necessity, but everyone knows that the master doesn't do that. Foot washing is something the servants did to the masters, not the other way around. And yet, Jesus, the master, does exactly that. The Lord has acted. I often hear about colleagues and church members rushing out to get pedicures in advance of Maundy Thursday worship, just in case foot washing is included in the service. It's not in ours tonight, if you're wondering. And while I do certainly enjoy a good pedicure now and then, getting one just for Maundy Thursday seems to go against everything that Jesus is showing us tonight. And that is to follow his example, to serve, in spite of our discomfort, in the face of cultural norms, to do something surprising, something that may make us feel uncomfortable, something that pulls us out of ourselves. Feet can be gross. We rarely expose them to others to be held and touched in such an intimate way. But forget feet for even a moment. Thanks to this never-ending pandemic, we're even out of practice shaking hands, making small talk, giving up a bit of ourselves to form meaningful relationships. Isn't that what all those Maundy Thursday pedicures are trying to hide? Our imperfections, our frailty, our insecurities, and our fear. The wonder is that God sees all these things, holds all these things in God's hands, wipes them all away, and loves us still. The Lord has acted. At the end of our service tonight, we will strip everything away. The pyramids, the candles, the book, the cross. 
We will expose all that we have to God, removing anything that serves as a buffer between God and us. We will take off our albs, remove our stoles. If you'd like, I invite you also to remove your shoes, expose your feet, feel the holy ground beneath your toes, right where you sit. And I invite you, over the course of these next three days, to allow yourself to fully expose yourself to God, to see the grime of the world for what it is, surprising, offensive, an opportunity to act. Allow yourself to confess with shame, to cry and lament, to sing with joy. Allow yourself to consider the staggering number of people who have died from COVID-19. Allow yourself to see the horrific photos coming out of Ukraine. Allow yourself to hear the cries of those longing for equity and justice. Allow yourself to love and allow your heart to break. The season of Lent is about returning to God. So we moved the table, we gathered midweek, we did our very best to repent and be our best selves and to begin again. And still on this final night, we confess that like Judas, like Jesus' friends, we will also abandon Jesus in his hour of need. We shouted Hosanna on Sunday and we'll shout crucify him tomorrow. But God does not abandon us. God is even now laying Cheerios on the path to guide us back home, back to the bread, the wine, the life-giving water the sacred word, the holy ground, no matter how many times we stray. Sometimes we really need those Cheerios. At other times, it's so dark we can't even see our own hand in front of our face and need to rely on the familiar words and melodies, sheer muscle memory to carry us along. Muscle memory, muscle, muscle memory, of the actions, the raising of the bread, the lifting of the cup, the pouring of the water. The Lord has acted. The question is, how do we act in response? Not all of us can heal. Not all of us can teach. Not all of us can even read. But all of us can love. All of us can serve. All of us can act. One of my favorite t-shirts has the words, Jesus loves you, written in it on big, bold letters. But I've been feeling like an imposter lately when I wear it. Because it's easy to proclaim that Jesus loves you. It doesn't say, I love you. I'm totally removed from the equation. And yet, this is exactly what Jesus commands us to do. If you know these things, he says, 
You are blessed if you do them. It is not enough to know that Jesus loves me, that the Lord has acted. I need to love others in return. I need to serve others. I need to act on my faith. And dear friends, Jesus commands you to do the same in small ways and big ways, ways that we find deeply unsettling and also deeply rewarding, ways that our wider community might deem surprising, might even deem offensive. Because this is what Jesus has done to us. And we know it not just because the Bible tells us so, but because we live it. We become it together as the broken and exposed body of Christ sent into the darkness to love, to serve, to act. Amen.